It's Turbotastic. Yum, yum. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. Raven Crane's Amazing Movie Time. Hello and welcome to David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. This is a one-off piece to our podcast where we discuss movies and shows that we all want to watch. And uh, I am Ryan and with me we've got Justin and Andy. And today's movie that we are going to discuss, we've all watched, is uh, Turbo Kid. This is a sci-fi film. Uh, came out in 2015. Um, and it basically, it's it, the description here, it's a post it's it's a po- post pop pow. Oh my god. <laughs> Potion Pokemon. Such large American penis. Up in his uh, it's a <laughs> post-apocalyptic wasteland. An orphan teen must battle a ruthless warlord to save the girl of his dreams, which I guess kind of summarizes the the threat of a plot in this movie, but um kind of the unique thing about this film is that it, it really leans heavily into making itself feel like a, an 80s like B movie. Um, it, it has a lot of like 80s movies characteristics, like the soundtrack, um, some of just the 80s action character, like protagonist stereotypes. Um, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit um, a Goonies meets, I don't know. Mad Max, I guess, is probably yeah, yeah, a yeah. weird and, and sprinkle a little yeah. bit of Terminator in there. Maybe I think is probably what this movie is shooting for, and it it, it just over the top with all of it. Yeah, it's <laughs> I when you pitch it when you first pitched it to me that it was Mad Max with BMX bikes. Like I was I was all <laughs> in on that. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I had no idea it was going to be BMX bike coming. So when the kid was riding, I was like, oh, I guess kid that makes sense whatever and then when everybody else is writing i was like fuck yeah when you've got epic like chase sequences of dudes on like bmx bikes it's just kind of (laughs) uh you got like the subplot of like water being short and then robots and they don't i guess they that's the one thing is they don't really explain they they set up the they set it up right away in the beginning of the movie that you're in the post-apocalyptic future of 1996. But w- did I understand correctly that it, it was a robot like apocalypse that like ended humanity? Like the robots. Oh, I'm not sure. Destroyed everything. Yeah, I'm not quite sure on that, I guess. From the way that guy talked at the end, I guess I don't know if they set it up that way to begin with, but at the end, like I can kind of right. see it that way. But yeah. So basically like in the movie, to kick it off, you've just got this kid who's like on his own in this wasteland. And then he's obsessed with this comic book series, like starring turbo man. And it's this guy who has superpowers and like shoots a laser beam out of his arm, which essentially is just, he's got like the Nintendo power glove, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is this kind of his weapon, but it actually shoots lasers, which is way better than the actual power glove. And he ends up meeting like this strange girl who just like tags along with him. And uh, that's kind of like it turns into like almost like a buddy comedy, like revenge film when she gets kidnapped. And I don't know. It's just very strange. 
Yeah, there's some yeah. good character work in here. I mean, she for sure is like she has like the intelligence of like a five year old or something, it seems like, but yeah. It, it's pretty funny. She plays it pretty well. Yeah, I think one of my favorite sequences is like when the kids like because this chick is oblivious to surviving in this wasteland for some reason, which they kind of reveal later on, but he's going through his rules to survival. Like don't travel into the danger zone and blah. And like, always carry a weapon and she doesn't have a weapon. So he grabs a broken baseball bat, a garden gnome, and then tapes it together and hands it to her as like a, a gift. And she's just so excited. She's like, Oh my gosh, this is for me. This is amazing. It's my gnome stick and like throws it in the air. It's like very reminiscent of like <laughs> evil dead with like Ash, like throwing the, the chainsaw in the air. It's just so stupid. <laughs> yeah. And obviously there's some like toward the end, there's really clear indications that they were trying to rip off of Terminator for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and they did like a ton of the practical effects from like er- early '80s, like beam, like like the Evil Dead actually, and other films where it's just everything like is mutilation and like body parts go flying off, blood spurts from everything. It's just so over the top that uh, obviously they do it to the extent that it's supposed to be just funny because if you can't laugh at like just gallons of blood exploding from someone's like torso, like in such a ridiculous way. It's kind of, it's kind of just crazy. Right. Uh, there's one scene at the end that actually, when I played super Mario odyssey and all the Goombas stack up on top yes. of each other, totally ruined that moment for me in Mario because of this movie. <laughs> Replace that with like severed, like torsos and legs. Like God, that's so great. <laughs> That's yeah, like what six corpses like stacked on top of one guy's head, and he's like balancing it, wandering around. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, yeah, that. Who do you think that one guy is supposed to be? More like a Friday the Thirteenth guy. Yeah the the weird like skull mask dude. Yeah, I, I guess right. He's supposed to be kind of the horror element to the whole thing. Although the, he kind of reminds me of that. There's that character from, I don't know, which Mad Max movie, like beyond Thunderdome where there's that giant guy that he fight. Yeah. It's Thunderdome where he fights that guy in the cage and he's got that big sure. like steel. It's yeah. It's sort of like that. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. That's a great scene too, where there's like, there's just sort of your typical stereotypical, like eighties, badass action film guy. Who's just like this gruff dude. Uh, I can't remember the character's name and he's just like standing there taking a piss and some other guy takes a piss next to him and that weird uh, skeleton face guy who can shoot blades out of his like contraption on his arm for whatever reason, like murders the guy taking a piss next to him. So like as the blood starts spurting out, like the dude falls over and like the blood keeps squirting and then the pee stream just goes like straight up in the air next to this dude <laughs> standing there taking a piss. It's just, one of the dumbest scenes he's like well that's poor form (laughs) like a dude just got a blade ran through his chest and that's all you have to say his reaction to when he got his hand chopped off after the arm wrestling oh yeah yeah Yeah. what does he say there it's like something stupid right because it didn't make any sense he's like I'm gonna kill you with my own bare hands and the guy's like good luck with that (laughs) yeah (laughs) Like spurting out blood. 
<laughs> well, that's the other thing too. Is it's got like arm wrestling, so that's like another eighties movie. Like, oh yeah, the Stallone and, one. Yeah, yeah. And like that character, like that main protagonist that gets his hand cut off, kind of reminds me a little bit of like Crocodile Dundee. He's even got the Australian accent. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like every eighties movie mashed into one, like every freaking sci-fi eighties idea, like in one place. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. However, just like rubber, this movie was made primarily by French people. So <laughs> there's a connection there. So you're saying French people can make good movies. I think they make weird movies. I think that's what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you guys actually like it though? Like to me, this was, this is just like my like perfect kind of just ridiculous, stupid film. I, I mean, this is, I, I love this movie to be honest. It was good. Like It's not rubber good, but it was good. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, it was good. Um, I could have done a little bit with a little bit less blood spurting, but like you said, it was to the point where it was more funny than where you would get like queasy, I guess from it. I guess you could right. But no, for the most part, like it was, it was a good movie. It did kind of slow down in the middle. I, I struggle staying awake, so I did fall asleep in this one one time, and I'd start over. Um, <laughs> That's going to have to be your rating scale, is how many times did I fall asleep? <laughs> so I, this one was a, a two-try to watch it, but it was it was good. And once I got through, and I, I knew the boring part was coming, so I was like, all right, I'll focus harder on watching this. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat where, like, obviously the the gore was, like, over the top where you have to laugh at it. But I just wish, like, the the story and the acting had a, more jokes in it. Or, you know, it was kind of more that way, too. Because I, I don't know, a lot of it, they kind of played pretty straight, too. Right. I do also like spoilers for anyone who <laughs> just block cover your ears for the next minute. But, like... <laughs> I like that the ending is that he punts an atom bomb at the foot of this robot man 20 feet away. The atom bomb explodes. He survives the blast. Then it opens a fissure in the earth, providing them water. So (laughs) there's a few plot holes. Not only shouldn't he have survived that, but now their plentiful water source is radiated and will kill them all anyway. So it was a little bit of a weird (laughs) twist on the happy ending because think they fully thought that out <laughs> but i'll forgive them for how ridiculous the whole thing was my favorite character is that take along girl with shows up oh yeah really yeah. no reason and it's kind of hard not to love her because like that the main got character is not i mean he does an okay job but he's not a great actor i yeah. guess a little stiff just like the, the random like wander off but like, what is she doing well, and how many times she dies? <laughs> she yeah. Runs up to attack that guy and just like beats him with a, her gnome stick. <laughs> yeah. She gets killed. What? Three times in the course of this movie. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, there is a sequel being made for this. So really? they're going to focus on uh, the kids journey across the wasteland. But so I'm, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many blobs did you guys give this one out of five? I'd probably do four, four out of five. It's a solid film. I mean, 
if you're in for a good laugh, like obviously, like if you're squeamish at all, like I don't know if you, <laughs> this is a good movie to make it through. Um, yeah, I watched this for the podcast with my wife, and she's just like, "Oh, girls, why?" Uh, like I'm like, because it's great. I'd probably have to go uh, a three and a half, probably as well. And this one, the, the, there was more story behind this one, so at least. It- <laughs> <laughs> Even as little sense as the story makes, it's got somewhat of a story. I think I'd go like four and a half out of five for me, just because like I feel like this was this movie was made for me. Kind of, it's kind of this exact crap I like. My, I, I have a very particular like. I have a very particular type of movie like that I want to watch, and this is kind of it. Like I've never been into dramas or anything serious. Like I don't go to movies to be like put into suspense or have to like think about the plot. Like I just want something dumb and like in my face and just laughable. And that's kind of what this is. And there were no porgs. So (laughs) although maybe it could have used porgs and they could have just murdered them brutally. Maybe that's what the next turbo kid to porg again. I'm all over it. Do you think they stay with the eighties or do you think they jump to like nineties? Yeah, I don't know. You gotta wonder. Well, I mean, technically, they they were already in the '90s according to like the intro, but yeah, it was very much rooted in '80s tech. Yeah, I would imagine if they do a sequel to this, if they're gonna keep the same character, they're gonna have to make it almost like a one of those movies that's like a direct leap off of the last scene you saw in the first film. Yeah, who knows? Well, who knows if it'd even be made? To be honest. It's got 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, but Robert Roger Herbert only gave it two out of four. Oh. Bastard. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. There's there a lot of funny moments in there. Like, I'm bigger into like the ones where you actually have to like think about what is going on. Like not really the suspense, but ones where you actually piece stuff together and think about it more because that keeps me awake I guess yeah I'm the same way see and I'm the opposite of you guys because thinking about things make my head hurt so I can't do it and then I (laughs) pass out from the pain (laughs) so I have to watch stuff like Turbo Kid (laughs) alright well that's episode 2 of David Crane's Amazing Movie Time uh, you can find us all over the internet. You can go to weekendpodcast.com. You'll find us on Twitter, Facebook. Just look for Weekend Rental. We'll be there until next time. What's the thing we say? <laughs> <laughs> What's the ending? I forget. Oh, be kind, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you're shooting for. If it was the same ending or a different one that you had preset. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. Nailed it. Spider-Man wins! <laughs>